Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Love Mondays Club podcast. So today I'm talking about one of my favorite topics really when it comes to online business and it's all about creating online courses. So I've been creating online courses in my business now for probably coming up to about three years And I found they've been one of the most helpful ways for me to create passive income in my business. Now, when I say a passive income, I do want to caveat this and say that I think sometimes in this online space, there's this kind of illusion that you can create a product, put it out there to the world, and then it just sells itself. And you have all this money rolling in, you know, making money in your sleep and all those sorts of cliches being thrown around. The truth is that with online courses, you can make money in your sleep and it can be out there sort of selling all around the world but it does still take an element of marketing, selling, promoting, things like that. So it is a form of passive income in the sense that you don't have to be there physically delivering things to people and your clients, but equally there is still a bit of work that has to go on in the background just to make people aware of that offer that you have. So in this episode, I'm going to hopefully give you some ideas and inspire you as to why you should be considering doing online courses inside your business and how you can start to introduce them. So I think first of all, something quite interesting with online courses is that the investment in them is relatively minimal considering the reach that you can have with them. And I think it's a bit of a win-win really for you and your audience because it gives everybody maximum flexibility. You know, your clients can sign up to your online courses you're providing and essentially work through them at their own pace. And as a result of this, it can also help your audiences to get really quick results. Now, of course, there are so many factors to take into account here. So for example, what your online course might be about, how long the online course is, how much sort of you know, assessments or things like that people potentially have to go through, the format that you're delivering the content. There are so many different things to consider when creating an online course. But equally, this also emphasises how versatile it can be. For me, I've created online courses around the idea of helping my students learn new vocabulary and things like that. So one of the things that I really like about online courses is the automated feedback that it can provide. So for example, from a student point of view, I found it really helpful when I've been using my online courses to teach students about vocabulary and sort of language devices and things like that, Um, comprehension skills, you know, a huge range of different things that I've taught through online courses. And what I like is that most of these online providers have a sort of quiz functionality built into them. So that means that my students can complete the work, they can complete the quizzes, and then they get an instant result, instant feedback on how well they're doing. Now, for me, in my business, I use online courses in kind of different ways. So in some ways I use them as like standalone products that people can just buy, purchase and basically do totally you know, autonomously by themselves. However, I do also use them alongside sometimes my group 
lessons and maybe my one-to-ones and also a membership that we run as well so there's real flexibility in these things and I can track people's progress at different paces as well another great thing as well with online courses so I also use them in terms of my coaching so when I'm working with other tutors and I'm helping and supporting them with their businesses I've created an online course which is basically a bank full of different training resources so Anyone who signs up with me gets access to the first 30 days. And basically what I do is drip feed through and sort of give you all the training, all the setup that you need to kind of start your online business. And all of this totally applies to if you're thinking of starting online courses as well. I'll talk about this a little bit later, but having strong foundations in place before you start creating things like online courses is so important because it can be a bit of a mammoth task, you know, depending on how long the course is that you want to create. I do always recommend people that you start off small start off with a small little taster course maybe a little low offer course and basically just start experimenting with the software and seeing what works for you and what doesn't work for you now in terms of software there are so many different providers out there that you can use to create your online courses so in the past I originally started off using LearnDash it's a great piece of software there's so much stuff that you can do with it but I'll be honest if you're not the most techie person in the world or you you know you don't really sort of have your head around coding and things like that I'm not sure many of us do (laughs) Um, but it is quite hard work and there's a lot of sort of tech stuff that goes in the background but equally I would say that out there it's of the ones that I've tried personally it probably has the most functionality included in terms of like the different types of quizzes and way that you can do things but even in the nearly three years that I've been creating online courses I've seen this kind of space change so much online and there are so many competitors out there now who are you know vamping up what they can offer to us and our customers and it's exciting you know there's so many different options so for me I now use a combination of Thinkific in my tutoring business and then I use Kajabi quite a lot for my coaching like I say I've tried lots of them for different reasons and I like them for their kind of yeah as I say the different functions and things that they can offer me so I might do a separate episode on that one day just talking about the different softwares and the pros and cons of them but for today I'm just going to stick with the sort of overall theme of online courses and sort of how they can impact you in your business. I think another thing that's really important, so going back to what we were talking about with the sort of passive income and larger audiences, is that one of the great things about online courses is that it can be an upsell for your services or also a downsell. So for example, I might have somebody who comes to me and wants to join in with a one-to-one session or come along to a group class. And then I'll say to them, well, off the back of this, I also have this extra product. So I'm upselling my courses. And a lot of the time people will invest in that as well because they're already investing in some sort of service with you. And if they can see the benefit, they can see how maybe this online course of extra resources is going to complement what you're doing with them then it's a really great opportunity just to earn a little bit of extra money but it can also be a good downsell for people so if you have people who are maybe interested in working with you but they're not quite sure just yet or maybe the investment of working with you is quite high and they're not sure on the costs then actually offering them an online course is a really great way for them to kind of get a flavor of your teaching style get a flavor perhaps of the resources and things that you create for your students and again 
Online courses are usually slightly lower cost offers compared to other things that we have in our business. So this is another way of getting people to sort of try before they buy almost. And if we can get them to invest a small fee in something like a course or a resource or product or something like that, then they're much more likely to then come back and invest in those higher, bigger products as well. So when you're thinking about creating your online course, now I know lots of people listening to this might have lots of different ideas. You all sort of deliver different services for different types of clients. But I think it's really important that your first online course, you really try and focus around a topic that's really in demand in your business. So remember, this has got to be something like, as we say, you might be trying to sell on a a sort of wider audience. So it's really got to be addressing a customer's need. And it's also really got to have a clear aim and also what's the result going to be at the end. You know, if somebody comes and buys your course, what are they going to get out of it? What are they going to achieve by the end of it? And I think start starting off small. So for example, for myself, when I first started, I just started off creating a sort of little, the first one was a little mini vocabulary course. And that was a chance for me to get used to the technology, for my audience to get used to kind of using the software as well. And then we all learn together and gradually build from there. Now, a really interesting statistic, and to be honest, kind of a little bit of a depressing statistic, but I think it's something that it's important for us to consider, is that interestingly about less than 15% of people actually complete online courses that they sign up to. I always have this in the back of my mind now because for me it's not just about creating you know good resources and things like that it's also about how can I keep people motivated like how can I keep people coming back to the website logging in completing the activities and the tasks And it's really important that we want our audience to be doing that. We don't want it just to be a sale and then just to totally forget about that person and whether or not they've completed it. Because ultimately, if people are completing your courses, then they should hopefully be getting good results. And then those good results is going to turn into good feedback. And then the more of that feedback you can share, the more trust that will be built within your audience, and then the more people that will want to sign up to it. So it's all a nice circle that we have to keep sort of moving through. Now, there are different ways that you can do this. So I talk a lot about email marketing and email automation is also going to be very powerful with you with this. So it's not just about creating an online course. You also want to have a system in the background that's like prompting and promoting people sort of automatically to be keeping coming back to the course. And again, so many of these courses have got clever features on them. So they will be able to know when maybe someone hasn't logged in for a week or two. They might send automatic updates every week to your users telling them, you know, here's your course progress, things like that. And a lot of this is customizable as well. So it just creates a really good user experience. Also as well, we want to think about perhaps building up like a community around our courses as well. Communities, I think, are very powerful. And again, lots of these online course providers, Thinkific do it now especially, they have a feature within them that you can create your own community and I think this is a really powerful way of you sort of being able to still keep in touch with people it almost acts as like a forum you you can to be honest it's very diverse you can use it in lots of different ways but it's a really great way for you to keep in contact with your customers find out how they're getting on and all of this feedback is going to be so important for you because I promise you once you start making online courses I think they're a bit addictive and you're going to want to keep making more and more and more so the more feedback that you can get from people of course, the better your next one is going to be. A bit of a checklist, really, in terms of if you're thinking about setting up online courses, these would kind of be the next steps that I would really recommend to you. So first of all, sit down and really think about what do I want my 
online course to be? You know, what's going to be the main aim of it? What is it going to help my my clients, my students to achieve at the end? I think it's really important that you design your course first and then go and see what software is out there to help you deliver it. I honestly made the mistake, first of all, of downloading the software and then trying to create a course around it. And it became quite frustrating because I couldn't deliver things in the way that I maybe necessarily wanted to. So I recommend doing it the other way. Design the course and then look at the software that can support you with that. Alongside this, though, don't keep it a secret. You know, when you start making online courses, don't bury yourself away for weeks, months on end, creating all this fabulous content. Because I think you know, it's it's this typical misconception. And and we all have it. We all 100% have had it at some point in our businesses where, you know, maybe the first time we ever launched like a website or we created our Facebook page or something like that, there's almost this strange fear of success. I think sometimes we sort of worry about, well, what happens if I put myself out there and all of a sudden I'm inundated with inquiries and I can't cope with it and I don't have enough time. The reality is that it's it's sad, but but it's also true, I think a lot of the time that we we put ourselves out there for that first time And the truth is we don't have an audience yet. People don't really know about us apart from maybe our close circle around us. So we don't necessarily get that, you know, wave of inquiries and and wave of sort of like traffic coming through to what we're producing. Now, in some ways that's reassuring because it means that we can sort of drip feed things out in a manageable way. But on the flip side, when it comes to creating online courses, you do want to have some sort of launch strategy in place, really. You don't want to, as I say, bury yourself away, spend all this time creating this amazing product and then you potentially put it out there to the world and no one knows about it and then potentially people aren't going to be buying it and then all of a sudden you've got a bit of a hard slog of trying to tell everybody about it and sort of building up interest in it so why not plan to do that from an earlier stage as you start creating it as you go so in terms of I guess sort of tech and support and things that you're going to need in the background First of all, you're going to be needing a course enabled website. So I do recommend investing a little bit of money in this. Like don't necessarily go for the cheapest thing out there because like lots of things in life, you pay for what you get. So you want to make sure that your users are having a really good experience. And I think another important thing to look into is making sure that the company you go with has also got good customer support so you as the customer because there will always inevitably be little bugs little tech questions that you have and you want to be able to reach their support teams you know quite quickly to get those issues resolved because at the end of the day those issues are going to be affecting your customers and your clients and then they're going to be chasing you so it's important that you get good support as well with what you're doing you also need to have your email marketing email automation set up I talk about this all the time because it really is the backbone of my business and it just ticks over for me and really helps support me, you know, in terms of the admin of sending out reminders and welcoming people all the way through to the marketing and actually just telling people about the courses and building up their interest in it. And I think another important thing as well is, and this is maybe one of the more challenging sides of it all, is that you do need to have quite a large audience to go out to. Now, I'm not necessarily saying you need to have thousands and thousands of people following you, but if, for example, at the moment you're just teaching one-to-one or maybe a few groups here and there, your audience size around you is, I don't know, potentially... 100, couple of hundred maybe, depends again if you've got Facebook groups and things like that. But the thing is that in terms of online sales, generally you're aiming for about one to 10% of your audience are gonna be buying from you. Now with courses, because we often offer those as a bit of a low cost offer as well, 
it's more of a case that we're going to need a higher volume of sales to kind of get our money back and start seeing lots of profit in these things. So again, this is why having that kind of initial launch plan is going to be so helpful for you because it's not just about sort of telling people about what you're doing, but it's also about building up an audience that's sort of growing and really interested and essentially you're building hype around this this product that you're going to be launching and releasing so it's very exciting there's so much stuff you can do with it and it's definitely a project that you can get your teeth into in your business and I also think it's something that you can sort of have ticking away in the background it doesn't necessarily have to be the main bread and butter of your business but I think it's just another really good layer to put into it and as I say I've been creating online courses now for about sort of coming up three years and I love them I think they're so clever I think the the future is bright with them for a cliche <laughs> but I think as I say they, they offer so much flexibility for both you and your audience as well so if you are interested in creating online courses and you want a little bit more advice or you just want to bounce off some ideas about sort of how you might start introducing them into your business I've got two recommendations for you of how I can support you so one I have a free Facebook group that you're more than welcome to come and join Um, over there I often sort of answer questions about these things talk about online courses sort of marketing growing audiences and things like that or if you want a bit more sort of intensive support I have services that I can offer you to help you sort of get your online courses up and going in the show notes I'm going to pop a link for you where you can book in a discovery call with me and we can sit down have a cup of tea and basically just chat through your ideas and talk about sort of where you are at the moment and how we can help you create an online course for your business okay thank you so much for listening guys I hope you found this episode helpful and I really look forward to sharing a new one with you next week thank you for listening to another episode of the love mondays club podcast don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends for more information and support from today's episode head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk have a great week and i'll see you next monday